there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premiere podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. All right, we're back. I know it's been a little bit of a hiatus. We're sorry. Scheduling issues, exhaustion, everything else kind of you know hindered us from recording it did we're bad podcasting hosts we're bad we're, we're horrible so sorry so so sorry um we hope we haven't lost any of you um so what have we been up to well let's see what have we been doing a bold bold sports has been still going well uh, because <laughs> even though our schedules is all messed up when people record at 1 a.m in the morning it kind of is no problem yeah, we Matt and I have have late schedules, so for us recording at midnight or one a.m. or whatever is not a problem whatsoever. So bold sports is continuously going. That's great. Um, what have been the highlights? Uh, football's over, but there's still um a lot of the free agency tags, free agency signings, um, franchise tags. Hockey, the Pens are doing great. Um, they're doing awesome. They have the best power play uh, percentage in the NHL. Uh, they started off slow and have been coming on super strong as of late. Um, you know, we have uh, the River Hounds change uniforms, change logos. They are now all black and gold. Uh, their soccer season as they should be. Their soccer season <laughs> starts here at the end of the month okay and um they're gonna have their away games broadcast on the cw okay that's good that's really good it is and we had on the blog lately american spirits at the heinz history center which is a, a new exhibit that is out now through june right yeah. Through June? Yes. Through June. Through the end of March. End of March. Yeah. End of March. Sorry. So through the end of this month. See, you always made me mess that up. Sorry. <laughs> it's because you're too busy trying to do something else. Pay attention. I am paying attention. And then um, let's see. What else did we have? We have a little article up there. We visited the Warren, which we're going to talk about here on the podcast. Our first trip to the Warren. Um, and as always, if you've checked out our Instagram lately, we had a nice night out the other night at Evangeline and the Foundry, which we're also going to talk about today. Yes. So that's about it. We're going to kick it right into what we're drinking because he's totally distracted by it. This is why I don't <laughs> let you do this. He's totally distracted. He's over here as I'm asking him questions. He's like, yes, scroll, 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 scroll. Yes. Scroll, 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 scroll. I want to find out information about this beer. So I will say that I have a thing for full pint only because I love the brew pub in Lawrenceville. We do. I love the food there. And Hopism is one of my favorite beers of all times. 
But you found something interesting at your trip to the local Whole Foods, didn't you? I did. So as I'm, I did take a sip, why don't you explain? And then I need a water. <laughs> water boy. Water boy. Beer we, assistant. We don't have a water boy here. Oh, but we have a beer assistant. We do have a beer assistant. Um, let's see here. We're drinking tonight the Rye Rebellion as aged in Wiggle Whiskey Bourbon Barrels. Now, I believe this is the first batch put out that's aged in Wiggle Barrels. The reason why I grabbed this tonight was because I saw it was aged in Wiggle Barrels, and I remember having it before, and it just said it was aged in Bourbon, bourbon Barrels. Bourbon so, Barrels? Bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon Barrels. What? Nothing. You said boobin barrels. All right, go ahead. Bourbon barrels. Okay. So yeah, this is new because there's gonna be release parties and stuff for it at different places around. So this is why it's hard for me to find some like information, particularly on. So read the bottle. This brew. Well, I do know the. It's okay, folks. I gib slapped him for the rest no, of you. No, I do know the bottle. Uh, let's see. This is uh. See here, eleven percent ABV, fifty-five IBUs. We have malts, uh, pills, crystals, aromatics, roasted rye, crystal rye, flaked rye, chocolate rye, uh, and our hops are Columbus and Tantaneg. Um, this is the two thousand eighteen. It's aged in the Wiggle whiskey barrels, and since it is a rye stout, I'm assuming. That it's aged in the Wiggle Whiskey Rye Barrels. Uh, for me, this beer is nice and full. Um, mm. You got roastedness to it. A nice multi flavor to it. Deep, dark chocolate and coffee. Um, you do get the whiskey barrel on the back side of it. Uh, it is phenomenal, and there's that up oh, there's that little dry bite on the way down on the on the aftertaste where it kind of like dries out your throat a little bit. Uh, it's very nice. It has a good nice smell to it. Right off the bat, you're gonna get that whiskey. You're gonna get the uh, you're gonna get the roasted maltiness. You're gonna get a little smokiness to it. Uh, it's nice. I love it. I, I liked it before, but when I saw it was the aged in the wiggle barrels, like I said, that's new. So. And I'm trying to look up stuff, and I can't get any information on it. So here's what I'll say. I think I'm losing my taste for craft beer. I think you are, because, you know, you used to like this shit. Now you're like, I don't like it. No, I don't want it. I don't know. That's a sad, sad thing. I used to be able to go and enjoy breweries and sit down, and maybe I'm just back into craft cocktails for a while. I mean, because seriously, the last couple times I brought home beer... You're like, oh, and then you're like, but I'm not going to like any of that. I'm like, babe, you've liked it before. Mm -hmm. No, I haven't. When did yeah. I try it? Well, last season when it was out and you like drank like a six pack of it. So you're a bartender. So why don't we start stock up craft cocktails in the house so I can enjoy some part of my life? Because somebody won't let me go buy booze at the liquor store? Because <laughs> you'll just double fist and it'll be gone anyways. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I honestly have been into the craft cocktail kind of 
scene lately more than the beer scene. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's winter. Maybe because I just want to say woo again a lot. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> woo again a lot. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, two Cosmos last week on Saturday night, and I was feeling it. You know, um, that's the regular Rye Rebellions. Why yeah, don't you talk the, about that? That's the regular Rye Rebellion. That it's it's basically the same bill that I read about what a what hops and the and the malts and everything are in here, uh, ABV and so forth. Availability, I love it. April ish. <laughs> In six barrels and four packs and twelve packs, um, but this was the one. This is just the one that says aged in bourbon barrels, and this one specifically says aged in wiggle whiskey barrels. So, um, like I said, I'm assuming they're aging it in wiggle rye barrels. I, I don't hold me to it. Might be aged in in the wiggle bourbon barrel. I um I liked it. I just uh-uh. don't see me drinking a whole one. It's pretty sweet. It is a little sweet. I mean, it's um, been getting a big stout. You used to love all the big stouts. I used to love big stouts and chocolate stouts and the whole bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in the mood. Maybe your your flavor profile might have changed. This is damn new diet. Who knows? She might be a wheat beer girl now. Oh, God. It's the diet is what it is. I just don't want to drink beer. Is that what it possibly is? Is that I don't, I don't want to drink beer anymore because I've been watching everything I eat lately? Just don't start drinking skinny girl cocktails and we'll be fine. Oh, the actual brand Skinny Girl? Yes. No. That would just be like opening packets of Splenda and pouring them into my mouth at the same time. <laughs> oh, God. That just... Oh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I drank one Skinny Girl bottle ever in my life, and I pretty much regretted it. Well, I worked at a place where we had the Skinny Girl bottles because we did a specialty night. It was like Skinny Girl cocktails were like $4. That's when Skinny Girl first came out, and it was the fad. Well, do you know the difference is? is it, it, it was lower. It's literally it's, so much sweetness, it's it, like pouring Splenda packets And it was mouth. half the alcohol. It really it, was. The Skinny Girl vodka was... Um, pouring Splenda was, into your was, mouth. Uh, was, was, was 60 proof instead of your typical See 80 or See what I am drinking tonight? Life water. She is drinking a big <laughs> bottle of life water. Awkward pause as I drink it. All right, let's move on because we're done with that. You're going to enjoy that beer. I will have a glass of wine later. Um, anyways, where where to eat? Now, um, get, what? now he's untapping it. Like he can't wait until the end of the podcast for that. <laughs> where to eat? I know where to eat. Where did we eat this week? We ate at... The Foundry on the North Shore. So why don't you talk about it? So we initially went to go to Southern Tier because she's like, what are you in the mood for? I was like, a big burger that's like greasy and cheesy. Wait, no, 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 no. I said that I was on a diet and I just wanted something healthy and I was going to eat whatever. And you didn't choose. And you were like, I want a 2X burger. So right. tell the truth. Well, yeah. You asked me what I wanted because you're like, I'll just find something that's healthy, you know? So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And um, so I called down to Southern Tier. And they said, yeah, about a 20-minute wait. Now, this was Saturday night when I called down to Southern Tier at 8 o'clock. Like, 20-minute wait, no problem. We're going to jump on a trolley. And we're going to head down. And we'll be there like 10 to 9, which is about when we were there. Well, when we walked into Southern Tier, they're like, it's an hour. 
I'm like, I'm hungry now. I'm not waiting an hour. And then also my f- disappointment is just growing with that place. I mean, it's busy. I get it. No, it's a fad. Eh. It's a fad. It is. Anyways, so move on. Anyways, we walked down the block and across the street and we went to the foundry. And I had a really great burger. Um, cheese, bacon, nice brioche bun. Uh, fries were awesome. They're like double fried Parmesan fries, which were awesome. I had two great beers, a uh, nice bourbon. Uh, you had, what'd you have? You had the chicken. I had this gr- uh, fried chicken sandwich. So it was nice and crunchy and juicy. And it was like two big chicken breasts, like stacked on top of one another. Um, it typically came with coleslaw on it and a, um, a like mayonnaise and something else and onions. And I totally left everything off or tomatoes. I'm sorry. Tomatoes and coleslaw. I left everything off, but the ranch, I'm sorry, not mayo ranch. Um, I left on the ranch and the lettuce and the chicken and the bun. And I had a side of fries also, which yes, I wanted to go for healthy but it was Saturday splurge night, and I was also going to start to get drunk, so. Yeah, she did. Uh, <laughs> I have a strict rule, and we can break from the podcast for this for a second, because this is a little bit. I have a strict rule about getting drunk in public. I don't like it. I don't like that feeling that people are watching me. I don't like that feeling that at any point I could be arrested or in trouble or kicked out of bar. Plus, 90% of the restaurants now know me or know somebody who knows me or has been on this show or on the blog or something else. And honestly, I can't go out anymore without bumping into people I know. So it's this thing where I don't like getting drunk in public. I really, really don't. I reserve it for maybe once or twice a year. Saturday, I was pissed off at work. I was very angry at some things happened at work that day. And instead of taking it off at work and being in a bad mood there, I brought it home, changed into my Wonder Woman sneakers and a cute top, and decided that I was going to drink a lot of expensive cocktails. Where we could have just went down to our local bar at the end of the street where they know that we can get shitty and walk home. And, and it would have been a quarter of the cost that and we you, spent. And, and yeah, you could have drank Captain and Cokes all night for 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 four dollars, and still yeah, got yeah. And instead, we spent two hundred dollars at four different places, or three, three different places, yeah. and I drank very expensive cocktails. But my point is, is that we did eat, so there's money we did in there eat. too. But I will tell you, whew, that's San Juan Cosmo, whew. And you can tell me what was different about it. You said there was rum in it. It was, uh, yeah, it was it was a rum Cosmo uh, with uh, Lebon rum instead of your traditional vodka. So it was a citrus. It's a citrus rum. Uh, typically, Lebon rum is used to make uh, caparinas, um <coughs> instead of Cosmos. But uh, um, Mandy, r- the bartender at um, the Foundry. Foundry. Did a great job. I've known Mandy for years now. I actually worked with her um, at Shiloh when Shiloh, when mm-hmm. we first opened Shiloh in 2010. Now, I should make it a point to say this because he's name dropping now, that I did not get drunk at the Foundry. She did not. 
I got dr- I got drunk the trolley ride home at the end of the night. Yeah, Not that I was drinking on the trolley, minutes. but I sat down for 15 minutes and it hit me. She sat down for 15 it minutes. It smacked me in the face. And for the record, before we left the house, I said, are you sure you don't want to go to Condado because tequila was on my mind? And I just wasn't feeling tacos. I'm sorry. That's the only reason we did. I would go to Condado and drink some really good beer. Like Patron shots, salt, and lime, like straight down the hatch. And Condado, which we've mentioned on here before, is cheap as hell. When it comes for the quality of product Mm -hmm. that they serve, is cheap. It's five dollars for a pour of Bullet Bourbon. Mm -hmm. So you know what? In downtown, Eddie Merlot's that's ten. The Yard it's eight. Mm -hmm. You know. But, I, but back to the foundry. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful restaurant. It's from the inside of it is all decorated with reclaimed wood. It's got these big, beautiful barn doors, which you can also section off and have a private dining room area. Um, so if you need a private party or anything, they are available for that. It is not a fancy restaurant. I am going to stress this because I have a feeling people don't go in there because they think it's fancy. No, you can be in jeans and a jersey and go in this place. So do not think it's not for you. Um, the most expensive thing on the menu is twenty five dollars. Yeah, I mean food wise. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. But those cosmos were great. The food was great. Go Amanda, check out the foundry Amanda the next a, time. Amanda had a side. couple of the cosmos. I had I'd, two cosmos there, and I had two beers and a whiskey pour, mm-hmm. and we each had food and some great fries. Uh, we watched. Mm. We watched the. What was that thing you had for an appetizer? Oh, it was. Um, it was sautéed, or it was no, or were they fried? Fried pork belly bites with a jalapeno bourbon sauce. Yeah, I don't usually like jalapeno, but oh my god, I ate the entire bowl. This poor schmuck got like two bites. I got more than two bites, but <laughs> she did finish it before I did. She got the first and the last bite this time. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were quite delicious. Um, you know, we watched the, uh, they had a hockey game on. They had the outdoor mm-hmm. hockey game on. We had the Duke, North Carolina game on, which is what I was really in the mood to watch. And we sat at the bar. The bar was not, the bar was full, but it wasn't packed. Um, True. The dining room had plenty of room open. Absolutely. You know, at nine o'clock on a Saturday. And happy birthday to the 30-year-old who was having her party in the front bar. She had, like, had the whole front bar. She had the whole front bar. Just to herself and her birthday party. So, happy birthday to her. Um, no, so the Foundry, great place to go. Hit it before a baseball game. Hit it before a Steelers game. Or just because you want to go to the North Side for dinner. There's... Stop going downtown. Go to North Shore, too. Those places are expanding. Think about those places. A lot of the crappy places over there are closed. Unclosed. Thank in. God goodbye Tilted Kilt. Yes. I speak for women everywhere as to say that you will not be missed. I speak for guys everywhere saying that you will not be missed either. <laughs> Trust me, it was a well, ho- it was a horrible. Not one of those boys. Well, no, but also, why am I? <laughs> you gonna... never popped your collar. Trust me. <laughs> no, but it's all. But the tilted kill. Okay, so the girls are scantily cladly dressed. But why am I paying $9 for a beer that I can walk to the fine dining steakhouse down the street? Because and the girls six? are scantily cladly like, dressed. Yeah, I was not. I, I, the two times I was in there, I was never happy. The only time I ever purchased anything there was during, before Steeler games, and we stood out front in the tunnel. 
and they had the uh, beer tub out front. And they had five dollar yinglings. Yeah, I mean that, that was a great place to go and get your five dollar yinglings right there in that little before, tunnel before Steeler Games. Yeah, before Steeler Games. Did. That's but the only time that, I ever did that. We've been always go Hyde Park or something else, you know. But the Foundry, awesome, amazing. Go there. Delicious and tasty. We recommend it. So, we got a little sneak peek this week. They opened on a soft opening. Speaking of cocktails, The Warren. So, here's the background scoop on this. Spencer Warren, who we all know has been a consultation bartender. He's had his own bars, been part of every basically had his hand in a lot of restaurants downtown. he has hand in a lot of restaurants and bar programs um and so forth. he's been pretty well known he's anyways worked, he's worked for the Deschance group he started up with the boys at acacia yeah i mean so he's forth. been everywhere so rewind fast forward about a year and a half ago he and he's also the mastermind behind miracle the pop-up bar that two years, last, not last Christmas, but the Christmas before, was on Liberty Avenue. He opened it up. It was open for, like, three weeks, and then, unfortunately, had to close early due to some permit issues, whatever. whatever. We didn't even get a whole story. Um, then this year, on the up and up, he opened it again, full, like, six to twelve, full, like, six week, eight yeah. week long I was, thing. I think it was uh, um, Black Friday through the week so after six New weeks. Year's. So Christmas themed bar miracle is his. He came up with that. Anyways, um, he wanted to make a. The story goes. I've never really asked him about it. Um, other than one part, I'll tell you the story about. So he wanted to make a Mister Rogers themed bar hmm? in downtown. This is what all the story was about. There was a injunction from the fred rogers estate estate a cease and assist basically that he could not proceed because they didn't want fred rogers name and alcohol tied together it was a nostalgia thing we all wanted to just kind of see fred rogers kind of Given in a more appropriate, in a more way of a grown-up fashion. From from what I understand, the name it was supposed to be Mister Rogers's Neighborhood Bar. Something like that. Yes, yes, but the whole thing was supposed to be filled with memorabilia, yes. like signed photographs, sweaters, things like that. Anyways, um, the injunction happened. He couldn't. He obviously just said, "Forget it." He still had the space. Penn's Cove opens. It was um, seafood, takeout, lunch, so on and so forth. The space next to it, which was, I guess, supposed to be the Mr. Rogers neighborhood, he decided to name it very appropriately The Warren. Mm-hmm. So it honestly looks like a speakeasy. The first time I walked by it was the night I went to see Wicked. Um, There was, like, one person inside. So I was like, okay. Not open yet. Got it. Or maybe it wasn't when I went to see... No, it was Tuesday night when I went to see the Pittsburgh Public Theater. Um, which we'll talk a little bit about Pittsburgh Public Theater here in a couple minutes. But I went on Tuesday night to the Pittsburgh Public Theater. And I was walking back. And I was like, oh, you should go have a cocktail. That bar is brand new. It didn't even have a name on the door. 
or above it. And so I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is at all. So I like was popping around it and I'm like, oh no, don't go in. You know, you don't even know if they're open because there was literally two people in there on a Tuesday night. Okay, whatever. So fast forward to Saturday night, we decide, we did some research and realized it was the Warren. So we're like, yeah, let's go. So we sit down. It literally looks like a speakeasy inside. Everything has to do with gambling from the domino placemats to the like bartenders dress up as like old timey speakeasy guys and everything has this like glassware's mismatch yeah it's very interesting i loved it i really really did it was it was captivating um i've said it once and i've said it a thousand times but bars and bartenders and drinks in this town are the same no matter what bar you go to. You can always get an old-fashioned. You can always get all these things. They're just doing different twists on every single one. Pretty much. That is the truth. You, you, there's no different way to make a cocktail. Okay. There is. There's a lot of different ways. But you know what I mean? Like, you could still... It's like putting a different colored hat on the same person. It's still the same person. So it's still just an old fashioned. It just changes no matter what bar you're at. So long story short, what's made this bar interesting was, yes, it looked like a speakeasy. Yes, it was a little CD and it was a little bit like interesting to kind of look at stuff. Um, Their price point is absolutely amazing. So in the Penn's Cove area, there is wine and beer to grab and go. So if you live downtown or you're hopping public transportation home and you need to grab a bottle of wine for dinner, boom. Um, who do I feel that hurts? Yes, there's two wine and spirit stores downtown and Market Street uh, Grocery has a wine section. Do I think that'll hurt it? No. Possibly, maybe not. Um, Market Street is very good at what they do, so I don't think that's really going to hurt them. Um, anyways, I feel that was pretty cool, like grab-and-go beer, wine, and everything else. The cocktails, every cocktail is $10. Now, you're going to say that's expensive. I'm going to say compared to your neighborhood bar, yes, it is. Compared to downtown, no, it's not. Uh, the same drinks can go for... 12 to 15. 12 to 15 at the Deschance restaurants. Kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, and then the wine by the glass was about 7 to $10. They I think the six, most expensive six, was $11. I think it was 6 to 12 Yeah. I mean, no, the most, I went back and looked at it. The most expensive one was $11 okay. for a glass of wine. The cheapest one was 8 So it's about 8 to $11 were all the glasses of wine. Um, bottles range depending on what you wanted. Um, so seriously, like not badly priced, right? No, not bad at all. We each had two cocktails and with tax, it was, tw- or we each had a cocktail. So with tax, it was twenty one forty for yeah, two drinks. That's it. Which, you know, I know you can go to your local bar in your neighborhood and for 20 bucks you can get a pitcher of beer and two shots. But you know <laughs> what? I mean, we were having quality drinks, quality quality cocktails made expertly mm. um i totally also forgot to mention the bar is actually comfortable to sit at so bar stools are very important to me 
because I don't like sitting in them. I hate bar stools. I would rather sit at a table and be canoodled all night. Um, I don't like bar stools. I feel very exposed sitting at the bar. I feel like the guy behind the bar is constantly staring at me. It bugs the shit out of me. I don't like sitting at a bar. Um, I also feel like I can't reach because I have short hands. So that's a reason why I don't eat at a bar. <laughs> I always eat at a table. You so, say you have T-Rex arms. I do have T-Rex arms. They're cute and they're small. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I, but the bar stools are very comfortable and they need to be very comfortable for me to sit there for a while. Um, hence one of the reasons why I always loved our neighborhood bar back at Dormont, the R bar, they had super comfortable bar stools. McMinn's has these super comfortable bar stools. So I know I could sit there for a few hours and drink my $3 rum and Cokes and be a happy girl. Yes. He has comfortable bar stools. This makes me excited. Um, the only other place downtown that has comfortable bar stools that are fancies is Evangeline with their big couches and their big bar stools and Eddie Merlot's. I could sit at Eddie Merlot's bar like all day long probably because it's comfortable. Um, not that I would because that's expensive as fuck, but, (laughs) um, so he has a very comfortable, comfortable bar. How did you feel about your time there? It was good. It was, you know, Spencer a little bit more than I do just because you've, I don't think you've ever worked with them. I never worked with them, but I just know from being in the business and so forth and being around. We're very fortunate that we know Um, some people like being in the business, like. And he, uh, Spencer's a great bartender. He's an awesome, uh, mixologist. He comes up with some really, really off the wall concoctions that where you look at, you're like, how does that work? And it just does. I mean, it just does. That's what it is. And, uh, I had, um, Fred's old fashioned little twist that screw. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of looked at him too. When he said that I said, Fred's old fashioned. When are you going to take your last little jab there? And the guy's like, that's not the last one. And I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> you know, so, um, cause I made the comment of, oh, it's, are you Fred or you bartender? What not? I goes, no, but that's Mr. Rogers. His name's Fred. I was like, oh yeah, let's twist that screw a little more. Um, but no, I, it was a great drink. Made a wild turkey 101. Uh, a nice spice syrup, and there was two more ingredients in there that I forget, but it was delicious. Uh, nice orange peel. There's a nice garnish in there. Uh, you know, dimly lit, very dimly lit. Um, which, by which the way, I if you like. check out our Instagram, you can tell how dimly lit it was because yeah. the pictures look like shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they... well, check out the blog post. I lightened the ones in the blog post a little bit, so I mean, it was pretty tough to photograph those drinks there. It was very dimly lit. Uh, they I'm have... sure it's different during the day because those windows are brightly open. Is he open during the day for the drinks? He is 11 a.m. Hmm. Well, hmm. Penn's Cove is open at 11 for lunch. But is the Warren open at 11? I because if so, we could day drink. Um... <laughs> You're all about that day drinking, day drinking aren't you? Day drinking is awesome. Uh, but no, the... Um, <laughs> Only for you. By me, I want to go to bed. That's the whole <laughs> by thing. By like 3 o'clock. That's the whole thing. Day drinking, go home and go to bed by 7.38, you know? Um, but, uh, Where are you on those days I want to go to bed at 7.30 or 8? We anyways. go day drinking. <laughs> um, but 
also he was telling me they have some pretty decent beers on tap too um that they had available i of course wasn't feeling by the way they have food everything from the pen's cove can come over and eat you can eat there uh he had a very nice liquor selection and he was telling me some of the prices on it which was not bad at all so according to google 11 a.m sweet 11 a.m. till 2 a.m. They drinking at the Warren. Saturday and Sunday, 5 p.m. Day drinking at the Warren. Monday through Wednesday, 11 to 2. I guess he's trying to get some good lunch crowd in there, which would be nice. Uh, I could understand that if you needed to pick up like a bottle of wine to take back to your office. (laughs) I know if I had some of those office jobs, it would drive me to drink. Right. Uh, but then, uh, wait, I have a non-office job that drives me to drink, you know, but no, it was a great, it was a great time. We only stayed for one because we were on the trolley on Saturday night. So we wanted to make one more stop before. So we we're like, oh, we'll have one here and then we'll have one there and then we'll catch the trolley. So we were mm-hmm. on the trolley and we wanted to make sure we got there before they closed. Uh, and then we and did. In all honesty, like I said, I was feeling all exposed. So I wanted to go canoodle you and the, and Evangeline. Yeah. So we went to Evangeline and again, Amanda said how comfortable the bar stools are, but she's like, no, we're sitting on the big comfy leather couch over here, which we did. I and, wanted to canoodle you. And we, so I ordered a beer and a whiskey and you had a cocktail. I did. And then, um, Chef Dennis poked his head upstairs. <laughs> thank you, Chef, we, for, thank the you, drink, thank you, for Chef. the round. He came over and talked to us for a little bit and just, how's this? How's that? How's life? And, um, he sent us over a, a drink. Uh, which was quite delicious. And then um, I think you... Did you have a second cocktail? No. No? No, because I knew that was my limit. I knew that I you wouldn't carry me off the trolley. Yeah, and then we walked <laughs> to the trolley with no problem. And then I Amanda sat down. sat down, and she about 15 minutes, about 10 minutes into the trolley, she's like, and I'm drunk. And we... I pushed you up the hill home. You are good. Now nah, you weren't too bad. I was I've seen you worse. You've seen me worse, yes. I've actually had to carry her home from a from the local bar before. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, folks, if you have a restaurant or a bar you would like us to check out or a beer for us to sip here on the podcast, please drop us a line at boldpittsburgh at gmail.com. And we will talk about it here on the air. We also have wonderful sponsorship opportunities for you if you're looking for some not for some like alternative media solutions to your advertising. Um, we're going to take a quick break and see what's up with our friends from Sorgatron Media, and we'll be back with events. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, and we are back, and it is time for what to do. So these items will be coming up this weekend or in the coming weeks for you to get tickets at, um, have fun at. We, I don't know if we'll be at many of them, um, so uh, don't expect to see us at too many things in the next few weeks. Our we have some events coming ridiculous. up. I have some events coming up. He will not be at the events. I have some events coming up. So you will see me more than you'll see anybody else. Um, but first is pancakes and pajamas. 
So I have the press release on this one. Um, from our good friends at Wiggle Whiskey is bringing out a maple bourbon. So a maple liqueur. I'm sorry. It's a maple li liqueur. On Friday, March 9th from 6 to 9.30. That is this Friday at the distillery on Smallman Street. Maple liqueur is Wiggle's third liquor following the coffee and rhubarb one. So they're celebrating in the best way possible with pancakes and pajamas. Um, so wear your best pajamas for a chance to win two Wiggle tour tickets. Wiggle staff will vote on their favorite and a winner will be chosen by the end of the night. Um, d -d 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 flipping pay as you go pancakes from six to nine 30 top them with maple syrup from Riverdale farms, as well as sample a few of their maple syrups, a special wiggle maple baking cocktail will be available to purchase featuring the maple liqueur and to make your breakfast for dinner complete for the release party, only $5 off the bottle. And that is about it for kind of the info on the night. Um, so wiggle whiskey Friday night, maple, maple night, maple, maple pancakes, maple pancakes night at wiggle whiskey. And then also is the maple festival is the following night at Threadbare. Um, let me pull up this information here. Sample and purchase local maple service from Rivendell Farms and Felson Farms. Watch a 1 p.m. maple sugaring demonstration from Grow Pittsburgh. Shop for maple's candies. Um, view quilts and samples of maple barrel aged beer from Full Pint. That's interesting. Maple balms uh, and coffee goods for sale. Maple Play-Doh making for kids. Um, live music from 12 to 2. And maple and food-themed cocktails as well as cider available to purchase from Threadbare. So it looks like it's extended throughout the next day at Threadbare. So this is the total event is from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Threadbare. Uh, there are tickets available online for it. Um, so yeah, that's happening uh, the next day, um, February or March 10th. All right. So a whole lot of maple syrup in two days at Wiggle Whiskey and Threadbare. Um, oh, and speaking of Wiggle, happy birthday. So Wiggle, I guess, is celebrating their happy their birthday too this month. Six years old, Wiggle Whiskey turns. Um, let me see. They're having a party. They six, are... Wait, they're six years old? <laughs> I swear I've drank their stuff longer in six years. Wiggle's sixth birthday bash. Um, so... Wiggle is turning six. To celebrate, Millie's Homemade Ice Cream is bringing their ice cream truck and filling it with boozy Wiggle ice creams. Hells, yeah, I'm in. Um, decorate your own birthday cupcake made from Threadbare and Mead's um, pastry chef, Elise Miranda, while drinking a birthday cocktail special. 
PGH Poe Boy will be on site slinging food. It is free to attend. So it's free to attend and purchase what you wish, I believe. Pretty much. So Friday, March twenty third, from six to nine. So put that on your calendar. Wiggle Whiskey is turning six years old. That's awesome. I swear I've had their stuff longer than six years. No, but... I remember them opening. Like, I remember that was one of the first things I did when I moved back. Was well, I think maybe they pushed some stuff out to restaurants first. I don't know about that. Um, so yeah, Wiggle is turning six this month. Can you believe that? That's craziness. Happy birthday, Wiggle Whiskey. So, next weekend is the most dreaded weekend in Pittsburgh. It's St. Patrick's Day! The March 17th actually falls on a Saturday. So, you are going to have even more of a shit show in this time. There will be women peeing in the streets again of Southside. You mean fluff chicks. Real women don't pee in the streets. I just, uh, forever engraved in my brain is that woman in, like, hiking up her mini skirt and squatting on the sidewalk. And it'll be, it's forever engraved in my brain. Yeah, well, you know, stuff happens in the south side. So, honestly. The parade is pretty much, the downtown, for the most part, so we're is gonna, somewhat uh, family friendly. Yeah, so the parade is a big deal. So the parade schedule is pretty neato. We're actually going to have it up on the website. So I want you to head over to boldpgh.com. I'm working on that piece right now. It should be up within the next day or so um, of what what the parade is all about. Um, if you've never been down, it's family friendly. It's everything else. I went to college in downtown. and um, I mean, there's still people that drink on the parade route and whatnot. It's yeah, not like it used to be. It's not like it used to be. I used to go to college down. When I went to college downtown, I remember my, my class was on a Saturday morning and the parade was on a Saturday morning. And we watched the parade from, well, what was Art Institute on Boulevard of Allies. Um, And then we went down to Market Square and drank. They don't do that anymore. (laughs) Um, But Southside will be a a place that you wish was either lit on fire and pushed into the river. North Shore will be the same way. North Shore will be the same way. So just, Southside's the worst. Um, if you are in your 20s and that's your thing, by all means, go. I mean, Matt and I were talking about going down, but I mean, of course, I'm probably working. I mean, for the parade aspect. You're working. Not to sell side. <laughs> not to sell You're side. You're too old. But for the by parade. By the way, they do have an age limit on it. If you're over the age of like 30, they won't let you in Southside on that day. <laughs> Just kidding. You have to be from the ages of 21 to 30 for you to even consider to go to Southside that day. No, I would go to the parade <laughs> and I'd hang out in town, but I wouldn't be going to Southside. Well, it's a good thing you have to work. Anyway, <laughs> I also have to work, but also going on that that day is obviously kegs and eggs. Everywhere. Everywhere. Drinking everywhere. Everywhere will have specials of some sort. Green beer, whatever. Um, so in all honesty, um, I raise a glass to my friends, the bartenders. We all know it's the worst day of the year. Um, so this is for you. I'll pour one out to my homies. It's it's a make money day. It is. You'll make a lot of money. You make it in volume. You don't make it on quality. Uh you know, uh, it's you do put up with a lot of drunken BS when you're being behind the bar. And, so oh, and I will continue to also pour out that forty to the police officers. 
Yeah, they got some stuff. I've seen some shit coming out of work because I've worked on, like... Because the parade day, Pittsburgh always holds it the Saturday before the actual St. Patty's Day, unless St. Patty's Day falls on a Saturday, which it does mm-hmm. this year. So it's even more madness. Um, but I've worked on the parade day that's been, like, sometimes on the 13th or whatever, you know, and got out of work on a regular Saturday night and then getting on the trolley and people were still all, still out at, like, midnight from, like, the parade at 8 a.m. Hammered, drunk, being stupid, like pounding on the trolley door and the cops like tackling them and tasing them. Because Wasn't being it last St. Patrick's Day that we were on a trolley downtown and the girl threw up like in her boyfriend's lap and then he dragged her off and she was laying like on the concrete of Steel Plaza? It was. It was last year on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So here's the deal. Be safe. Be smart. Don't be that girl. Just be smart. I get that it's a rough day. I get that what it's for and everything, but just be smart. That poor girl. I felt bad. I felt worse for her boyfriend who literally was carrying her off the trolley after she puked the first stop. They got on at Wood Street. She puked. They got off at Steel Plaza and she was laying on the floor in Steel Plaza and he just looked defeated. Yeah. He did. Also, I've been that dude. Uh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> I've been that dude too. You know. Um, also, this weekend coming up, there's a lot of places in Southside that are doing bar crawls and stuff. They're trying to make a little more money on it. They're doing St. Practice Day. Um, oh, yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, because St. Practice Day started at Penn State because they're always on spring break during St. Patrick's Day. So they would always hold it like the weekend before and called it St. Past Practice Day, uh, whatever. Uh, so now a lot of the, I know like Southside bars and there's some, I saw some for a couple bars in Millville are doing a St. Pac- mm. Practice Day bar crawl uh, the week prior. I mean, who knows um, how that's going to go. Another good thing that we got going on right now is fish fries, folks. Fish fries. All Every Friday. Every Friday uh, till um, April 1st. Well, April 1st is a Sunday. So the Friday before April 1st, mm-hmm. uh, it's still March. So it's um, every Friday in March, you have fish fries. Go to your favorite local Catholic church fish fry, VFW, Knights of Columbus, Volunteer Fire Hall. Uh, Parmani Brothers. Parmani Brothers. <laughs> They're I, doing a thing if you buy a sandwich during the week and you scan your receipt in the app, you get a fee, a free fish sandwich that Friday. weekend on Friday. So, like, keep that in your mind if you, like, hit Parmani Brothers on Tuesday during work. Friday scan is a free sandwich. Yeah. app, you get a free fish on Friday. So just remember um, that. That is a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, we saw that um, Avalon Fire Hall is doing all-you-can-eat fish. Yeah. Uh, what day was that? The next two. The next two Fridays. All-you-can-eat fish. Flat rate, 13 bucks. Yeah. 13 plus bucks plus your drinks. Yeah. You know. So. Obviously not available on takeout. Um, uh, They will. That that's They've been packed. In years uh, past, I will tell you My parents help run Assumption Church Fish Fry in Bellevue. We always go to St. Um, Anne's and Saint, Assumptions. St. Anne's is a block from our house. Mm-hmm. We go to that one, and we go to Assumption in Bellevue where I grew up. Um, uh, St. Bernard's 
up in uh, Mount Lebanon, up on 19 in Mount Lebanon. They do a great fish fry, and they also have craft beer that they sell for donation. <laughs> it is what it is, folks. You know, um, yeah. And what's the best part about fish fries other than the fish fry itself? Uh, the bake sale dessert. Bake sale desserts. Uh, that is like the only reason to A, go to fish fries and B, go vote. So you, <laughs> so you spend $20 on fish fry. Okay, it's like $24. It's like it's like $12 each of us for a fish sandwich meal, which is a big fish sandwich. It's a half of it's a half a side of fish. It is. It really and, is. And um, you know, and you get your your fries and your mac and cheese, and you get your drink and whatnot. And then you go spend another ten to twenty dollars on the bake sale for like dollar pieces of like brownie. Well, I know that box of brownie was like a dollar, <laughs> but I'm buying this square of brownie for a dollar. But I'm it's okay just with something, it. Uh, it's something about the fact that you was no, you knew like either the kids helped make it or the mom was like, yes, I want my ch-, or all the old ladies were like in the oven that day. Yeah, like in the kitchen, like making just tons of brownies for the fish fry. Like you know, it came from somewhere wholesome, mm-hmm. which made the brownie taste even better because we've had brownies here at the house, but they weren't wholesome. Oh, that was a bad wholesome. joke. They were wholesome. <laughs> Amanda made them with love. I make them with lots of love when I make my brownies. Just kidding. We do not lace them. Um, <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. Um, there may or may not have been times that I flung chocolate batter at him, but. <laughs> that has happened. So uh, we have a new show coming into the Bedlam. It's uh, called Waitress. Uh, it's about a young woman who uh, works as a waitress that she goes ahead and um, has a rocky relationship and is a hell of a baker and ends up starting her own pastry shop and bakery. Um, that starts next week or this, this week? This week. This week starts this week and runs for 12 days? Something like 15, that. 14 mm-hmm. days? So there's so, still tickets available. There's still tickets available. Pittsburgh Cultural Trust. Um, Trustarts.org. And then uh, also at the Benham and so forth. Uh, and then what's the last name of get tickets for Heinsberg? Heisenberg. So Pittsburgh Public Theater presents. Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Um, it is opening um, not February 23rd. That's when they sent me the press release. It is opening March 8th. Um through April 8th. So Pittsburgh Public Theater always runs for a month. Um, This story is Boy Meets Girl. Story gets a facelift in Heisenberg. A romantic new comedy. Um, A romantic comedy. Is this a World War II era? Um, Is a 40-something Heisenberg, Georgie, is a 40-something free-spirited American woman and Alex is an inhibited retirement age Irishman. Although the two seemed mismatched, electricity develops between them. The title of the play is taking from the uncertainty principle of physicist Werner Heisenberg. As applied by the playwright, it refers to the vast number of outcomes a new relationship can have. That's kind of interesting. Okay. 
Because with Heisenberg, I was thinking, like, Germany, World War II. Yeah, no, it's not. Um. Anyways, so that's uh, Heisenberg is coming. Get your tickets now. Or I guess you can go see it now because March 8th it opened. Um, It is, uh, yeah, there's performances, various times and dates. Opening night is Friday, March 16th. Um, But it opens on the 8th. So there you go. Um, it plays for one month, so you have various dates and times to go and kind of see it. Um, on that note, we would like to take an opportunity to welcome the newest artistic de- director to Pittsburgh Public Theater, Mariah C. Kamansky. Um, so really cool story. I got to meet them uh, last week on Tuesday. They invited me and a bunch of the other press and people who have donated to Pittsburgh Public Theater in the last year to a night at the theater um, to not only welcome the new artistic director, show our appreciation to Ted Pappas for his last 17 years of service, but um, to preview next season. So we're going to have some pieces up on the website this week. Um, First of all, a welcoming her. And kind of her vision for the Pittsburgh Public Theater and things that she talked about that night. And then we're going to talk and then we're going to talk about the new season because this next season looks like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And I'm really excited about it. I really am. I'm really happy that we're going to continue our partnership with them in the new year um, in their next season because it looks like it's going to be a really great time, including things like holograms and robots and... A bunch of other cool stuff. Robots versus wrestlers. <laughs> what? No. Nothing like that. Um, also, like, things like The Tempest. So they always do a Shakespeare play, right? Oh, yeah. Every year it's Shakespeare. The, we have one coming up right after Heisenberg, I believe, is the Shakespeare for this year. Um, every season they do a Shakespeare play. But there's next year they're doing The Tempest, which is a um, kind of like an interesting love story kind of thing. But it's typically set in, um, like, tropical area because it has to do with, like, sea fairies and everything. Um, they're going to set it in a snowstorm. Hmm. So Let's see how that plays out. Yeah, so I think it's going to be kind of interesting. Um, Marjorie Prime is also a play that they're going to do, but it's got, um, which I'm going to go see the movie at the end of this month because it's playing in Swickley one night only. I'm going to go see the, the actual movie, Marjorie Prime. It's a Sundance film. Um, it's been on Broadway the whole bit, but they're actually going to pair with Tech Council for it. Uh, picture like a bunch of tech companies for it because they are actually going to have holograms and stuff. It's pretty neat. It's about an old woman who's losing her mind, uh, 90 years old. She's starting to have, like, Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff. And she, um, when you are in the future, you can save your loved one as a quote-unquote prime. Um, but she saves her elderly husband as his 28-year-old self. That's awesome. Instead of his 90-year-old self. Hmm. So are you thinking maybe you go back in time and you can, like, figure out where I started to go wrong, where you can, like, save me and move me on the right? Well, I mean, you're already dead. It just is, like, conversing with 10-year-old you instead of 38-year-old you. Or 
50 year old you or whatever year you decide to die hmm. by the way if you make it to 40 you know the toast i'm gonna present to all of our friends is gonna be epic like well you all lost the bet because he made it past 40 so so next year so 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 in 11 months because i just turned 39 so true it is true yes but anyways so that's that. Um, we're going to be having a couple pieces go up on the website for that. You can get your season tickets for next year's um, Pittsburgh Public Theater now on the website. Um, but remember, tickets are no more than like 30 some dollars Yeah. for shows. It's really not that bad for a night out. And also, I think you get first crack at non-public um, theater shows, shows that are just held there. Like the Rocky Blyer, because that's not put on by you. That's not put on. It's at the public theater, but it's not put on by public theater. If the Rocky Blyer has been there the last few years. I don't know if it'll be back next year. Um, it's usually every other year Rocky Blyer plays there. Um, you do get a chance to kind of pick that up if you are a season holder, um, I think. But you also get things like they have a cocktail and reading night where mm-hmm. you actually can go and hear the play be read by all the actors and actresses and sip cocktails. Um, they did a couple really cool parties last year where you like the whole thing was like catered and there was chocolates and stuff everywhere. And you went through and had some wine and chocolates and everything. And then you went to the show. It was actually kind of cool. So we have to look and see coming. the lineup of the shows coming and see if any of our friends are in them. Because we've had some friends be in these shows mm-hmm. uh, through Pittsburgh Public Theater and through Bricolage and whatever yep. else. So. so anyway, so thank you to them once again for their continued par- partnership with Bold Pittsburgh. We look forward to the new year. And we are going to take a break and then we'll be back with He Said, She Said. Um, and Do you really want to take a break? Yeah, we might as well because I have a feeling this is going to be a little bit racy. Okay. And so we need to warn them to... Time to find their headphones in their desk drawer. Headphones. Kick the kids out the room. Tell the boss. Leave. Tell the boss you have to go to the bathroom (laughs) for the next 15 minutes. All right. Good. You good? All right. We'll be back. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we are back with our favorite part of the show. It is... He said. She said. And we were wrecking our brain tonight on what we wanted to talk about. And we just couldn't do it. We were grasping at things. We were grasping with issues in our own relationship this week. We were grasping at issues of tabloids. And we just couldn't do it. So we're going to do something raunchy, racy, and a whole lot of fun. So, total disclaimer, this does not mean that we do this to each other. This does not mean anything. But, tonight's discussion will be favorite sex position and toy. So, we bring this up because Fifty Shades to Grey has brought to light not only BDSM, but the fact that play toys exist. And anymore... Despite the Me Too movement and sexual assault and women standing up for one another and the whole, like, giving consult and consent and everything else being brought up, sex is on her eyes. And everybody's talking about 
sex toys, masturbation, positions, everything else, openly and freely nowadays. They are. Um, BDSM is mainstream now. Um, it's not so taboo like it used to be. Um, more and more people are walking into sex toy shops when it's more for fun night, Friday night, instead of, hey, there's a bachelorette party, we need pe- penis popsicles. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so this is becoming something that's n- a serious conversation that couples are now having um, over their spaghetti dinner is favorite positions and favorite sex toys. And even if you enjoy sex toys. So, you know, um, there's that. So I am going to look something up while you go first. Favorite sex position. All of them. (laughs) No, 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 no. You can't just say I'm... uh, It's my favorite because I'm getting laid. (laughs) You can't just give that reason. You can't just say, like, every single one feels the same. No, they all feel different. On a scale from one to ten, they all rank a five. It's insert whole, preferably moist, thrust, repeat. Yeah, no. I mean, there's there's some definite uh, good ones. Of of course, the doggy style position is always a fan favorite. Um, You know, and then then there's the... um, What's that? Enhanced missionary. Uh, what is enhanced missionary? En- enhanced missionary is, is where you actually have her legs up and on your shoulders. And you're on top. Yes. So instead oh. of like instead of like the woman just laying on her back and just like this with her legs up, I know you can't see us right now, but um, you know. <laughs> And the guy just on top and going, you know, that's just, you know, the enhanced is where you actually have, like, her legs hoisted up on your shoulders or in your elbow area. Um, those are always fun. Those are always my favorite. Um, See, I always thought that was just wearing your ankles as earrings. Well, Because the ankles are there on your yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ankles are there on your ears. Yes, exactly. Um, sex toys. Anything that, like, gets her going is always good. But men like sex toys on themselves, too. Right, where I actually like the, um, what, what, uh, the jelly, um, cock ring that has the little hoop to tie your balls up into it. (laughs) And it has the little, the little tickly on the top to put the little, uh, vibrator in the top i may have just spit water out of my nose folks because sometimes i'm still 10 (laughs) and so when he says balls i giggle just saying balls 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 (laughs) stop um you know and it has the i forget what else you said earlier today and i giggled because i was like basically five i can't even it was this morning when i was getting ready for work it was something i said this morning when i was getting ready for work and you like giggled at it i'm like that's like basically i'm five (laughs) thanks basically yeah all right so yes you like cock rings a lot better than well certain kinds not just the regular typical you know okay yeah and of course there's the toys to help her pleasure 
you know. So what's your favorite toy to use on the opposite sex? Ooh, a quizzical Well, silence. I mean, there's always the glass Pyrex. Okay, first of all, let's stop you there because it's not literally like Pyrex brand is like on no, the side of it. No, it's not Pyrex brand. It's it's made out of glass. Glass. Those are always. <laughs> you nice. make it sound like it's a piece of Tupperware because the size is Pyrex. <laughs> so glass dildo mm-hmm. is one of your favorites. Because you can you can heat those, you can cool them. They hold temperature. Um, they hurt. They hurt. They hurt. How they hurt? They're a lot stiffer than. Oh yeah, they're most. Di- yeah yeah yeah. They're a lot stiffer. You have to be very gentle yeah, with yeah. those. Yeah. They're not like a. <laughs> like, you're fighting with them. Yeah, that that is more. It's not like you're thrusting them. Yeah, it in is a more hard. gentler toy to use because it is. It doesn't bend. It does not bend. It does not bend. No, it doesn't have any type of like give give like that but i do like the heat and the softness of it mm-hmm. or the heat and the cooling of it that and I the smoothness like. or how it however it's made with the twist and the twirls or the little knobs correct um you know so i actually found um my favorite position by the way is um i i don't i have all of them too i really enjoy all of them um i love being on top and I also love being on, um, being on the bottom. Um, I like the sideways one where my leg is raised up and mm-hmm. you are kind of like positioned sideways and in. So I kind of think like my favorite would have to be the, um, the, the enhanced missionary like yeah. you said i think that's my favorite not only because you have access to both or all three zones but it's something about enhanced pleasure mm-hmm. so definitely i love all of the toys um i especially love the vibrators they're my favorite um i think a vibrator on a man is a lot of fun too um to use on a man um, if you've ever used one during a oral stimulation, it can add to it. Oh, yes. Um, also, those little cute little bullet thingies are a lot of fun if you can put that in your mouth while you're giving oral stimulation. More kudos to you, girls. That's a pro tip right there. Um, but I found a new toy, and I actually want to go buy this. I'm looking at the video right now, and I'm like, what? so I've started to follow this new um this woman. She lives in Pitts in Pittsburgh. Uh, well, she's kind of like between Pittsburgh and Michigan. She, her name is Amvangoria, and she actually has been giving sex talks at some of the local um lingerie shops. So I started to follow her, um, which is very funny because I have to make sure whenever I watch her videos and such that nobody's looking over my shoulder at work on my Instagram, um. <laughs> So, she runs an online sex boutique called um, Spectrum Boutique. And there's this new toy she got in. I'm just watching a video right now and I'm just like... And it and is the way called she's... the Velvet Thruster. So, it is flexible on the top. And it is a thrusting motion. It's got a motor on it. 
And for some reason it has a flashlight. I really don't understand why the end of it lights up. Um, but it basically just is like power thrusting and vibrates like oh it does like a nice little it basically what she says is it does the motion for you so your wrist doesn't get tired it's more masturbation than it's more self-pleasure than couple pleasure but you can use it with your boyfriend or girlfriend significant other whichever um you want to but it's more towards that you can just put it down there and let it do its own work so that you can have fun in other erogenous zones. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching, I've been, I have had my eye on this since she's been talking about it because it's kind of interesting. $122. I did not check the price. Um, at all. Um, it is one of the many things that she sells online. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like I, I just thought it was a, something neat and new. It is $200. 200. Now I will uh, tell you friends that I, you know, toys can get expensive. Yeah, they can. They really can. It is an investment. You do want to take care of them. Um, I will tell you right now, the best investment that we made on top of the toys was the soap to clean them. Yes. Um, and also velvet bags to keep them in. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, most toy places will suggest that. Um, velvet bags to keep it in, soap to keep it clean, things like that. Um, another thing that th- that she reviewed this week was the Perfect Fit Bumper and Thrust Buffer. So what this was, was it was a part that went on the female and then a cock ring for the gentleman. And it was a bumper that when he hits you, it didn't hurt. When his pelvis thrusted into you, it didn't cause, like, a pain on you. That's always good, because you don't want to have a pain in a... Vagina. Yes. A pain in the pussy. Just remember, we're not censored here. That's right. All right, then we have a few people who embarrass us whenever they say they listen to us. And I'm like, oh, God, I forgot you listen. I'm sorry. I forgot you listen. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, and speaking of which, they did have a really cool new cock ring on this site that um, is exactly the one that you said that you are interested in. So, um, it's pretty much so got one and then a loop. So it's, it's perfect. So, and they're only 15 bucks. Yeah. I mean, the ones I like aren't, aren't, aren't expensive at all. No. So it's, it's really cool. Um, I suggest you check out, um, Spectrum, um, Boutique. Their Instagram is Shop Spectrum Boutique. It is an online only, um, perfectly like censored. Um, but also check out Sassy Sensations and Adam and Eve. And you may have to try like two or three to find what you like. Just remember, you can't take them back once you buy them. True. And disposing of them is kind of a scary thing. So just be careful. We've heard stories from friends of ours that have gotten rid of former sex toys and yet um, have had parties at their house. For their young children's birthday and and somebody has like found them in the yard and they're like what's this and like uh 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 so yeah when you do dispose of those dispose of those properly yeah um especially if you have little ones 
it's just, um, yeah. And we've always mentioned too, Adam and Eve did this a while ago. Um, they did mystery bags where you could got like two or three different things in a bag. Um, I think that's where we got most of ours because it was like a mixed bag. Like mm-hmm. you could get a couple different things in there for his and her pleasure. Um, but that's all in there. Um, there's a ton of stuff out there now. Just honestly, just, um, it is expensive. I know that. Um, but if your sexual health is important to you, then it's definitely an investment that I suggest you consider. I agree. Um, and that's it. We got really exposed this episode and now you're like, loving this Instagram account. I'm like reading through. I'm just like looking at all these pictures on this Instagram with this woman. Well, this is the shop. uh, This is her shop page. Her personal Mm -hmm. page is a little different. Well, Um, yeah. But this is her shop page. And I love, she also has a set of stainless steel um, plugs and vibrators that are gorgeous. Like they look like works of art. By the way, if you also um, go to buy a glass one, there are different kinds. So there are studded ones. There are rippled ones. There are ones with swirls on them. Um, just beware that they all feel differently, but they all look beautiful. So I will tell you that they look like works of art. They do look like works of art. Um, they're, they're, they're very they're... beautiful. They all like, they can cascade light and stuff like that. It's very kind of cool. Not that I would suggest you put them up on your windowsill as like a sun catcher or anything, but um, they're very, yeah, very pretty. Um, I think they're very gorgeous. So that's something, too, is just remember that. And also just remember sometimes simple pieces of lingerie and heels work as well. And you can buy all those in multiple sizes. I know for sure it's Sassy's and at Adam and Eve. Heck, you can even buy, um, like, lingerie at Target now and Walmart. And Marshalls. And Marshalls. Like, seriously, like... Even that, something simple as that with your significant other can change everything. Um, so just remember that. Uh, also remember, lube is important. Um, I hate to stress that enough, but with these toys, you need to be careful of um, friction and stuff like that. So please. Especially with some of the makes of them, you got to check out. And yes. also which lubes are good and which lubes are bad with them because some lubes will eat silicone silicone some lubes so you have to make sure it's a water-based so a water-based lube instead of a silicone based lube some of them will eat them so just be careful of that um and be knowledgeable ask questions if you don't know ask questions um you know the people that work at the stores for the most part know about the products um and we tend to shop at whether it be sassy's or adam and eve not necessarily the porn shop downtown on Smithfield Street, you know, or the one on McKnight Road, you know. No, they're scary. Those ones are scary. But, you know, you go into one of the classier adult stores and there's no no issues. Everybody's adult about it. And honestly, even if you go in there and giggle and you act like you're five, they sometimes laugh with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first time we went in Adam and Eve together as a couple. I literally was the most embarrassed person in the world. Um, by the time we left, you and I had them in stitches and like, we were having a grand old time. Like it was nothing. Um, and we're like, okay, it's time to go home and make steaks and play with some toys. And they were like, oh, ah," you know, 
Mm-hmm. Like it was steak and BJ day. <laughs> like it's a big joke. Uh, it's not a big joke. You have to take your sexuality seriously. So honestly, like go have some fun, see what it's about. Don't be a prude. Fifty Shades has brought us <laughs> to light now. BDSM and all of that is here, and it's just make sure you talk here. with your partner and make sure what you are into and what they're into and what they may be into that you might not be into. And, and and people joke about safe words, but let me tell you, before you enter into this type of play, use a safe word because no stop isn't exactly the best safe word whenever you're playing. Because it either freaks the guy out, like, or he doesn't know what part you mean, don't stop, like, stop the whole act, or stop that part. So, you know, while no stop helps in bars and men being seedy and bad and consent, no stop when you've already been, like, fooling around for 35 minutes can kind of mean a different thing. So make sure you do have something like a safe word, um... So that, or even a safe signal, because if you're bound and gagged or whatever and you can't talk, you need to have some type of signal that stop. And it's not peeing on the other person either. So, just so you know. That was a joke, by the way. You actually can't pee during sex. I know you can't pee during sex. It was a joke. So that's it, folks. We are all done for today. I think we've um, pretty much so grossed you out and exposed everything about our sexual relationship now at this point. So um, thank you for listening. Um, If you are interested in anything that we talked about today, please hit us up online. Drop us a private message or send us an email. If you have a question about relationships that you would like answered, by all means, drop us a line. We're here. We like to have fun and answer in a answer type of way. So anyways, so that's it, folks. Have a wonderful weekend. Tell us where you're going and what you're doing. And keep your eye on our Instagram for where we're going to be. Have a good time. Enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter. Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.